you're there at the end and you're second guessing yourself because it doesn't look as like it doesn't look how you want it, but everyone else is saying where where it was going on and it's it's actually fine. It's just your perfectionist inside of you. I would say go ahead, put it out there and work to improve it. You start somewhere and then it gets better. Welcome to the Veranda Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm Christine Mills. On the Veranda Entrepreneur Podcast, I feature entrepreneurs while I discuss ways you can grow your business today. Step onto the veranda, get a cup of tea, get comfortable, and let's talk shop. Let's do this. Welcome to the Veranda Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm Christine Mills. Today, I'm so excited to have LaShawn Francis. She's the owner and founder of Canary Avenue. Canary Avenue is a company that specializes in candles and wax that are individually hand-poured and made with the highest grade of natural soy wax and cotton wicks. Welcome to the show, LaShawn. Hi. So How happy are you? to have you. Good, good, good. <laughs> so while Thank we're... So just give us a 401 and a little bit about your background. Um, I was born in Jamaica, raised in the U.S. Uh, I studied uh, graphic design in school. I'm currently a product designer um, for my 9 to 5. But I knew that I w- I've always known that I wanted to do more than just, um, you know, working for someone else essentially. So I ventured off into uh, handles. And I know it's like a far jump, but it's it you know it there's like like I love candles, so that's how I ended up getting into it. How long were you living in Montego Bay? Uh, not long, so uh, about two okay. years before okay. we migrated to the states. Yeah. Nice, nice. Well, um, I just want to use tell us a little bit about your Canary Avenue candles. How did you come up with the name? And, um, you know, what was the process like when you started your candle company? Uh, well, <clears throat> I came up with the name, like, I was playing with a bunch of other names at first. Uh, and I was like, you know, why don't you think of things that you, like, you love? So I love birds. Um, I grew up with a pet parrot, not necessarily a canary, but it's a cuter name to me. So I decided, okay, okay let's go down the canary, <laughs> the canary, uh, <laughs> you know, stream, and I was just like, all the names that I could think of were either already taken or whatever, so I was just like, oh, oh my gosh, so then I was like, okay, Canary uh, Canary Street, because I think at one point I was like something lame, but it had nothing to do with Canaries at first, but then I came across um, Canary Ave as a problem, and I was like, oh, that sounds really good, and then um, I just like fell in love <clears throat> with the fact that like, you know, each bird symbolizes something different, and canaries, like, bring light and joy, and then, you know, they sing beautiful tunes. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is perfect because light, candles, um, flames, you know? And, right. Um, can- and candles, like, uh, they also give you that, like, they they also create, like, a feeling also when you light them, depending on what the occasion is, whether it's for self-care, whether it's just, you know, after you cleaned your house. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> and, like, it just, it just helps create that atmosphere, that vibe, and it also triggers memories. So I love the fact that it does that. Like, just a simple smell does that. So that's how I came across Canary as the name, and that's 
what I stuck with, and I'm very happy I did because I love it. Um, no, that's awesome. And I love the <laughs> fact that it's so bright and cheerful. So, like, not only is it named Canary Avenue, like, when you go on your website and all your social media and all your marketing, it just epitomizes that bright joyfulness that's coming across in your brand. Um, okay. I was just going to talk about the uh, the process because I know you okay. mentioned that earlier. Um, yeah. Essentially, uh, so I, I have to, like, do my research. There's a lot of testing when it comes to, you know, making candles. Like, it would be great if you could just go um, scent. Uh, wax, pour, you know, but it's like so much more to it. Like, uh, so I have to source my wax, make sure that the wax that I'm using is not, you know, toxic. And I, and that's something that was important to me because, like, we, like, a lot of people love um, the big brands like Yankee Candle, Bath and Body Works, but like sometimes you don't know what you're putting into your system. I mean, it smells great, but the long term effects, you know. So hmm. after doing my research, I was like, okay, let me, how do I set myself apart? I wanted to make sure I had sustainably, like, you know, source uh, clean ingredients that my customers won't have to worry about, oh, well, I got sick, what did it come from, like, what caused it? And I just wanted to make sure that um, anyone could burn my candles without any effects or triggering any um, health issues that they had. So source my wax from, you know, like making sure that it's sustainably done, uh, it's vegan, the people who are, uh, you know, like through the process of making it, that they aren't, um, like, affecting the environment in any ways that are, you know, like that's not, like, why am I drawing blank on the word? The word that comes to mind, honestly, is, like, you know, people who, like, they, it's not, um, and then also, like, with my fragrances, I make sure that, like, I incorporate some essential oils and then obviously um, additional free, um, notes that create, like, a different type of scent, but that also comes from, like, it's a clean scent, so you don't have to worry about that either. And then my wicks are cotton, so you don't have to worry about lead or anything like that being put into the air and stuff like that. So after doing all of that, I have to test to make sure the wax and the fragrance you know, all of that, it goes together, and um, you don't have something that will catch fire while you're lighting it, you know, um, if it's not properly done or if there's, there's, like, a percentage thing that you have to do. But so with all of that, I melt my wax. I mix my fragrances, the simple things that I mentioned earlier after doing all my testing, and I put them in the jar, bottle it up, uh, label it, uh, and package it for the customers so that they can have fun in their houses or homes or whatever events they have creating scented memories. Really big. I, I love the fact that you um, took the time to get it right and to make it sustainable and healthy for someone's home because I feel like we are moving to a different time in business that if you don't have a sustainable product, it makes it a bit harder to attract, especially the millennials and people who are more conscious of what, kind of products they're burning in their home, they're using, they're eating, all sorts of um, parts of our lives we are more conscious of what we're doing. So I love the fact that you are um, thinking about, um, you know, people who may have um, health concerns or just more conscious of um, the type of candles that they're burning in their homes. So I, I definitely appreciate that. And, you know, when you when you think about it, it's just like 
there are a lot of candles on the market, and that's your niche that yours is very um, uh, customized in the sense that it's, you know, healthy, you could burn it, it smells good, but at the same time, um, you don't have to worry about some residue, the aftermath, because sometimes you burn candles and it's smoky afterwards, and it's not really good for yeah. you. No, it's not at all. The soot gets into your lungs, you know? That's not right, good. right. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, like, when did you come up with the idea to start your candle company? Uh, So, um, there's this big brand that has these sales, right? And yeah. I would go with my best friends, and we would walk out the store with boxes of candles. When I say boxes, because I love candles. I like them all the time. So okay. we walk out with boxes. And I was just like, I am investing so much money into something that's so big. I'm like, well, just how do you, like, I'm sure I can make this on my own, right? So after all the research, I was just like, okay, I love candles. This should just be something that I do um, and start my business because I've always wanted to have my own business. I just, like, I've done other things, but this is something that, like, I was just like, I love, 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 love it, you know? And then right. my design history, it just helps with me being able to just design my labels and my marketing, you know? So um, that's pretty much how I came about it. Um, and, like, as I, I know I've mentioned, like, the whole sense of memories thing, and, like, that's also big for me because, like, you know, I don't know if you realize it, but, like, a simple smell will just remind you of a time from – like when you were a kid or absolutely like uh like a kid or an adult like you know even the big special occasions like if I would have done this years ago when I got married uh totally would have had candles at my wedding so that yeah. when you smelled a smell similar to it oh yeah that was a great time in my life loved it you know so yeah um that's that's something I was also big on too so I was just like you know it'd just be great to incorporate it all together and so far I'm continuing to love it I don't think I'll ever stop loving it (laughs) yeah 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 you know it's so funny (laughs) they say that the biggest triggers to our memory is scent and also music like you know like it could transport you to a time um a point in time in your life so you're you're so right you know I, I remember I got soap from this um hotel we had our honeymoon and every time I smell it it instantly reminds me of that time in my life. So, so yeah, that's amazing that you're able to be part of that history for people. From the time when you were in the store and then you're like, okay, this might be a good business. Um, what was that like for you, like, to get everything together? Because some of our listeners, they might be listening and they're like, you know, I've always wanted to – do this type of business or that type of business or sell cupcakes and they're stuck in the idea stage. Um, but what made you go from the idea stage to, you know, maybe I could start marketing this and selling it and how, how much time did it take for you to be able to do that? Okay. From the idea stage, um, it took me, I would say two years, but part, part of the two years was me also like, I didn't feel like it was perfect, you know? So, right, right. Um, initially, I was like, okay, let me get a kit. I made one, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. Uh, a family member of mine was getting 
married, and she was having a bridal shower. And I was like, you know what, let me make you some for your bridal shower favorites. And I did, and when people sat down, they're like, oh, my gosh, this is so amazing. Like, how much? Do you sell these? And I was just like, oh, so it's not just me. They're really good. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I was just like, okay, I'll get I'll get the pricing and everything together. And, like, I, you know, started sourcing jars and getting price quotes for that and investing into um, what I would not call my craft. <laughs> And right. uh, after I got everything, um, essentially I was just like, okay, and I like I had everything lined up, and I technically could have launched from like it was like six months essentially, mm-hmm. and then I hit this like like when I put it all together, like I don't know, I'm in, internally I'm a perfectionist, so. I just was like, I paused. I was like, I'm not happy with this. And I I kept researching and stuff, and um, I was just like, there's there's something about this that I'm not a a fan of, but I also already spent this money on all of these things. And, like, I think I was watching a podcast, or I just kept seeing posts. It was just one of the two of the things where people were just like, you know, that business idea you're sitting on, just do it, you know, Mm. like, just put it out there, and um, I was just like, okay, I'm just going to put it out with what I have and keep working on what I want, and then I'll go from there. So if you were scrolling on my page, you'll probably see um, jars that are different, but, I mean, people love them, but I wasn't entirely happy entirely with it, so, and you'll see it shift, it changes. And I'm happier with it now. And then I'm also at that stage where I'm kind of like, this needs to be better. And um, so for the people who have ideas and they're really good at something, I would say keep at it. Uh, There's no better day than to put it out there um, than today, (laughs) essentially. Yeah. Um, Essentially, just if you're there at the end and you're second-guessing yourself because it doesn't look as, like, it doesn't look how you want it, but everyone else is saying, where, where, what's going on? And it's, it's actually fine. It's just your perfectionist inside of you. I would say go ahead, put it out there, and work to improve it. You start somewhere, and then it gets better. Um, you're like, mm-hmm. no, it has to have that better, and that needs to be a little bit better, and that needs to be better, and then before you know it, five years, you know, not you, but that happens to a lot of people that they're waiting for everything to be perfect. And um, when you really think about even big companies, they're always testing the market and they're constantly testing the market. And if it, and they use it as feedback, okay, well that didn't work or that sold and that didn't sell. But um, you know, entrepreneurship is a big experimental lab. (laughs) Like you're always trying to see what works and what doesn't. So I'm happy you took it out. You brought it out to launch because um, it's been well received. Um, so how do you continue to market and grow your customer base? Well, market um, and growing customers, just essentially uh, uh, customer service is always key. Like that's something that you'll get that one part. Like, like things happen, and based on your customer service, it'll create loyal customers for you. And um, just, you know, posting more, hashtags are big, 
but also the um, the pretty much the engagement, the like comments and likes, you know, with your customers. Your followers may not be huge, but you will be seen more based on Instagram or Twitter's algorithms and Facebook um, just by customer engagement. Um, and stories and all that stuff. And also just, you know, you know, reaching out and just sharing your product. If you have, you can make samples and share those with people and then word of mouth. It's just, just an ongoing thing um, with everything that was happening earlier this year. Uh, you know, someone shared my my candles on a thread for Twitter, and it like received a lot of traction. So marketing um, wow. there, like you know, so like it's just like once you like you know put it out there, and people are consistently you know talking about it, they love it. They're gonna tell their friends about it, and whether it's they share a post or they're ver- verbally saying it, it's it's just that's how your marketing gets out there, email blast, which <laughs> I need to do more of. Um, you know, it's it's all in that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean organic sells, you know, once each one sells one and then before you know it, you have like a snowball effect. Everyone's having yeah. uh candle uh <laughs> your candles in their homes. Um yeah. yeah, so what was it like when you first got your first sale, like what day, what was that day like for you? When you're like, okay, I have a business here. <laughs> um, I I was super happy inside. I like my first sale that wasn't a family member. I was at a book launch event. Um, I was ven I was ven vending at an event, and the person walked up. They smelled a few things, and they're like, "Okay, can I get this and this?" And I was super excited, but like. You know, I'm in front of someone, so I have to contain my excitement, like I'm smiling. <laughs> but um, it was just, it was, felt amazing because it was just like, you know, this is actually paying off. And I got a few more sales that day, and I was really happy with myself because I told myself, like, even if I just sold two candles, I'll be happy. Even if it was just one, you know, and I was more than happy with it. I was just like, this is amazing. Like, and I didn't want to discourage me either, but it was just like my first event. It was my, like, you know, one of my first few sales that weren't um, an actual family member. And it was, it was great. It was a great feeling. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, so for you before COVID, you'll go to events. How is it now with COVID? Uh, With COVID, I've been staying inside. So, most of yeah. my shows are online, essentially. Um, I did have an event that had to be postponed, which there's still no date for it. But um, I just, you know, with, I mean, a lot for a lot of people, vending was, you know, like, you know, big, and I was starting to get into it. But um, getting online sales and just, you know, being on social media really helped a lot. Right. And then, you know, of course, everyone's supporting black-owned businesses, and it's, like, a bigger thing now, which is great. So um, that I'm also truly grateful for. Well, the good thing um, is that you have these beautiful fragrances. I would love for you to tell us a little bit about your fragrances and how you come up with the names and what inspires you. Okay. Um, so we have, like, ranges from, like, fresh and clean, fruity, 
and you have like the earthy, woodsy um, type smells and masculine smells. Um, I come up with the name of my fragrances after the scent has been created. And a lot of the times, um, it's like whatever note I find the strongest in it when I smell it. And Mm. I will come up with like probably 10 to 15 names for that fragrance before I'm, I settle in on one. Um, just because I want to be different. I don't want to name it essentially after something that someone else has or has something similar to. I just like, um, like, so like lavender, uh, I could have just said, Oh, it's a lavender candle. And I was like, no, like <laughs> right. lavender, what does it do? You know? Um, and it was like calming lavender. And I was just like, you know, it's, supposed to be calming it's supposed to you know give you that you know like relaxing type vibe and I could have said relaxing lavender but I prefer to call me um and I mean like there's other ones like I just released a false scent called Noir de Blanc and it's just black and white and French and um one of the strongest notes is like cedar it's like a cedar vanilla type base but it's really hard to describe so it's just like it's not black or white and it's not just like clear but it's just like um like it's a very big combo but it's like I named it black and white because it's like yeah it could just be like oh this is this and it's not it's like a a combo so it can be a little bit confusing to describe which obviously I'm having a hard time too but it smells great and um but you can see the notes in it, and the notes also help my customers, you know, like, decide how they want to, like, if they want to get it as well. Because, like, I can name it, like, I can get a fragrance and name it uh, Star Dust or something, and you wouldn't know what it smells like unless I put the notes in, on the site or on my candle for you to get. Right. Like, you know, so you know what you're getting, especially if you're buying online, you're not smelling it in person. But um, that's why I try to also include, like, what, like, the biggest note, like, the biggest thing I smell in it, which is, like, um, it'll say plus lavender. But if the if the main ingredient is in the title, you'll get that second um, note in the plus whatever. So I'm trying to give you an example of a candle. Like, Island Bliss, you would okay. – um, there's no, it gives you like, you know, let's you know it's a tropical vibe, but it'll say plus pineapple and coconut. So hmm. when you smell it, you'll be like, okay, I can, I can get an idea of like what that smells like. Exactly. And then calming lavender isn't just a lavender smell. It also has hints of sage. So it's not your ordinary lavender candle. It also has notes of sage and other earthy elements. So it's not a typical lavender smell, but it smells great. It's, mm-hmm. um, and so, and I also try to put out smells that I can also get down with because <laughs> I don't want to put something that I don't entirely like. I know other people may like it, but I also kind of like, okay, I like it a little bit, enough for me to be like, okay, this smells good. So Right, right. Huh, that's nice. Do you have a favorite candle fragrance? For my regular line, my favorite right now is, bamboo oasis it's more like i would say like if you were in i mean i've never been there but i'd like to think this if you were like a rainforest type thing you get a lot of bamboo 
and there's hints of coconut in the smell. So okay. I like that one. And currently in my fall line, my favorite, I, I have two right now. Um, the two are Autumn Leaves and Noir et de Blanc. Nice. Okay, so I'll have to get one of your favorites. I thought you were going to say, you yeah. know, like a mother. No two are my favorites. They're all loved. <laughs> no, they <laughs> are. They're all great. It's hard to pick. It's really hard to pick. But, like, yeah. when I'm making it and then the house smells up of it because, like, it's just, it smells great. Yeah. I like the fact that your fragrances, they're not all sweet because sometimes everything's sweet for some candle lines, but yours, you know, you have a plethora of different types of fragrances. Yeah. I mean, at first, it kind of was because I'm like, oh, this smells great. I'm like, well, I can't have all fruity smells. I need to venture out. Right, so right. My style, I guess, is mostly, I like fruity, I guess, normally. Yeah. But I found others that I love. And the ones that I list, just that shared with you, they're not really fruity at all. Right, right. It's very well, interesting how it changed. Yeah. It is. So uh, the next question is, what's next for Canary Avenue? Well, um, we'll be releasing some new products that, um, after doing my research, no, I haven't seen anyone else do, so it's going to be very interesting to see. Um, they're for the home, and uh, I'll, like, I'll be releasing it on my, my social and Instagram soon, but I can say that one is for your closet and the other is for possibly your car as a sneak peek, but those are my next, um, that's what's next for Canary Ave, and the holidays are coming up, so we'll be doing holiday kits, and we'll be bringing back our 8-ounce candles, um, because you guys like smaller candles, (laughs) (laughs) and we, (laughs) we have room sprays. Um, that are out there. They'll be releasing some new smells as well as holiday smells should be released on November 1st. Nice. So, yeah. All right. We'll definitely be looking out for that. Um, now we're going into the rapid fire questions. Uh, this is just, you know, first thing that comes to your mind and also for the listeners to get to know you a little bit. So the first question is tea or coffee? Tea. Tea, okay. Uh, favorite book? Um Currently, look, ooh, favorite book. Uh, Issa Rae's um, herself one that was really good. Oh, nice. Okay, I have to read that. I've heard good things about it. All right. The next question is: What tool or resource helps you with your business? Uh, Instagram and Shopify. Those okay. are definitely big. Um, Shopify is what I use for my site and Instagram mainly for marketing. Cool. And what's your superpower? I like to say that uh, remaining calm is a superpower um, just because, like, in the middle of, like, every chaos going on, if you're able to just calm yourself, you can think more clearly. That's a really good superpower to have, especially now. <laughs> um, <Yes>. Favorite <laughs> favorite vacation? Um, 
one that I've already gone on or one that I would like to go on? Um, one that you've already gone on. Uh, I would say it was a cruise. Uh, it was a cruise. Um, we go on multiple. It's just like everything's there. You get everything, you know. You're kind of being spoiled. So a cruise uh, to many destinations. Uh, we did one last year, and I loved it. Nice. I've always heard good things about cruises. I actually have never been on one, and it's so crazy to say that, being that I grew up in South Florida because everyone lives here. They've been on cruises, but... Yeah, I mean, I've heard that it's just great that you wake up and you're in another country and everything's pretty much paid for already. I think you'd love it. Um, my first one was actually last year, and, yeah, it was my favorite. Which uh, which countries did you guys go to? We went to Jamaica, we went to Mexico, um, and we went to think, um, Cayman Islands. Oh, nice. All right, so the next question is, if you could spend an afternoon on a veranda with anyone living or deceased, who would it be? Um, I would choose my um, uncle, uh, Uncle William, he passed from cancer. And just because, oh, thank you, Um, just because he was just always, inspiring and always just, you know, pushing me to be better as a kid. Like, my relationship with him is, like, very um, strong. And um, it'd just be nice to just sit on a veranda and just, you know, hear him, you know, just, you know, like, tell me about, like, what he thinks about what I'm doing now. Awesome. Yeah, there are some family members that just really keep a special spot in our hearts. Um, The last question is, how can listeners learn more about Canary Avenue? Well, you guys can follow um, my business page on um, at Canary Ave on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And you can find us at canaryav.com online for the website and TikTok. We're also on TikTok as well. At Canary oh, TikTok. Ave. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> really quickly, how is how is TikTok for business? I mean, like, how is it? Because I'm always thinking of money for TikTok, but how is it for business? Um, it's pretty simple. Like, uh, you just create like little clips of either whether it's a product or it's um you just like showing how to do something or um you know talking like or making a joke. Essentially, it's actually really good. It's similar to um, Instagram in ways, it's just all about the hashtags mainly. Nice. And if you're using like the most trendy music, you know, that the kids are into at the time. Yeah. So you care that nice. with it. It works out. Well, LaShawn, thank you so much for joining us today on the Brand Entrepreneur Podcast. And I'm so excited about Canary Avenue. And, you know, I know the holidays are coming up. Great holiday gifts, especially with the room sprays um, to spruce up the home for the holidays. Canary Avenue is where it's at. Um, check it out. The candles, the room sprays, the wax melts, everything. Um, it's just a perfect gift. And as a lot of us are home right now, to be able to cozy up in your home with nice, smelling candles, that's the way to go. Thank you. Thank you for having us on here.